1: Welcome to Unleashed with Kimberly, a conversation for insight and intelligence. I'm your host, Kimberly Anderson. I'm an intuitive transformational coach and business creative, and I have a global goddess platform where I leverage women's stories around the world using multiple media outlets. We are here in this season talking about power up your 2022 you empowered your business empowered your life empowered i'm so excited to be talking to the one and only tony moore this this today this episode hello my friend hello 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 how are you i am so good i am so excited for this conversation you have such wisdom and a lot of knowledge around what we need to do to even begin our business and the things we forget about. So I would love for you to introduce yourself. You are just the legal chick of the world, I love you.
0: <laughs> hey everyone, uh, hi, how are you? My name is Tony Moore, I am uh, the legal chick, right? What I really want people to understand and appreciate is the legal side of life so that they can be more strategic. I actually look at business as a chessboard and you got to know the rules, you got to know the power players, you got to know have a strategy in place, right? So I'm always thinking about how do we get make better moves in light of the rules, in light of the regulators, in light of the other people, the opponents who are trying to take from us? <laughs> and at the end of the day, we all want to live, love, and matters, and what Brendan Bouchard always remind us, but I'm like, in legacy, like in all things, money answers everything, right? So I'm always thinking about, like, if you use law as a tool to either um, assist you, defend you, or protect you, you're good.
1: I love that. I love love, like and matter, right? That's so mm-hmm. good. But it's so true the the conversation around the legal stuff, we either don't think about it, we forget, or we're afraid of it. I think there's a big misunderstanding about what to do and how to set up your business and, and all things legal when it comes to your business. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have the right things in place, it can come around and bite you in the butt. And then, then your life isn't your personal life isn't going so well because you're miserable about your business life, and
0: it's just a whole mess, right? <laughs> but you know, I, you know, I always for the past like I've been an attorney since oh god, since 1999, January 1999. So it's been a minute. Uh, but I've been in the coaching area, hanging out with you, coaching goddesses and manifestation queens. Since probably like 2014 and i've always during that time period tried to make sure figure out some kind of way to make law not as scary because let me just tell you when it comes to insurance when it comes to retirement planning when it comes to securities unfortunately and divorce you know there's always a conversation about money and most of us go from Entrepreneurs, where we're working inside of a business with a lust and the hunt for like being the boss to entrepreneurs right and i'm just like you know at the end of the day when we're starting that business uh, even as an entrepreneur or even as a side hustler hoping and praying that one day we will find that magic formula we always have to think of it i'm starting to think of it like this is our wealth building plan mm-hmm. i didn't come from money uh most of my friends did not come from money we don't have parents who gives us a hundred thousand dollars and be like figure it out you know you know we pretty much have to scrape it together pick up the breadcrumbs and come up with our own formula for success so i'm always thinking like on the legal side on the legacy side if you started this business knowing that this is this is it you know whether it's multi-level marketing or you're starting as a sole proprietor and you're just trying to figure it out Really, really what we want is financial freedom. And the business is the thing that's going to give it to us. Because if you look, most millionaires and billionaires and moguls, they're not employees. So some kind of way we have to get into that entree north race, you know, into the journey. So I don't want us to go with, and you know, this, a power struggle of scared or pitiful because then we mess up and the energy, you know, begets the synergy. So I'm always like, OK, easy breezy done. If you want to get started, most of us just get started as gig employees, right? You get a, you have a 1099 and you work with your social security number. I'm an asset protection person because I'm always thinking about an estate plan in the end. OPS, I used to be a financial planner and also an estate planner and I did mutual funds. But for me and my wiser years, I'm like between a mutual fund and starting a business, You will give yourself the best rate of return when you figure out that formula, that solution that you do so well that people are going to like you, know you, and trust you. So other than the mutual fund, I'm like, figure out a masterclass. And most people, you don't have to be so formulated. You can be an entrepreneur with a, a social security number or your own EIN number, and you can just be, we'll just say more as well. We'll just use Tony Moore. The solo proprietor. So Tony Moore, the solo proprietor, would just be like an entrepreneur, and I would get like an EIN number for Tony Moore Empowerment. That's why I started that when I was an entrepreneur working, hoping and praying that I'd figure something out, right? Then I started realizing, wait a minute, I'm coaching people. I'm telling them. I'm not promising them the golden gate or whatever but I'm at least promising them that if you get out of your own way you follow this formula of starting from where you are teaching a class building into a master class and you make money and then they're like well help me teach me coach me well now I'm like wait a minute I don't want anyone to get mad because they can't walk on water because they never got off the couch catch that for someone right so instead I'm like Think of it like a limited liability company because now it's going to, uh, it's going to eliminate of the, it's going to really diminish any limits. So if someone gets mad at you, friend, frenemy, so, and they're like, you know what? You promised that I would lose for my coach girls who are helping us lose weight. You know, you promised that I would lose like 500 pounds. In 50 days, i sue you. I'm going to take you to the FTC. Well, if you have the limited liability protection, now they're only going to base it on you as a business owner within your bank account, within your assets. So that literally, you can literally go from sole proprietor to a limited liability company by filing, you know, going to your secretary of state. I was talking to someone yesterday. She's like, Tony, let me just get my assets in order. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, go to your secretary of state. Easy breezy, done. Now, there, of course, there's rules to the game or whatever, but you figure it out because it's a form and you can read. And if you can't read, then there's mentors who are always out there to help you. Now, that's easy breezy done when you're by yourself. So you go from Tony Moore Enterprises to Tony Moore LLC. Done. And now what the law would say is, now IRS wants their money. So put all of your money that you receive as a business owner into a business bank account. I even tell my clients to set up a separate business bank account so that you can pay taxes because eventually Uncle Sam is going to want their cut. You know, and you never know if you go through PayPal or Square or Moonclerk, you'll be like me and be like, oh, my God, how did I make that money? Because I didn't see it. You know what I mean? Because it goes in and it goes out and that's it. But you never want that to happen. You just really want to now start thinking like a boss. That's what I always tell people. Like think like a boss. This is my business. This is my protection. This is my money. Eventually, I'm going to need some partners. They don't want to partner with people who are broke and they darn in when you're bringing people into your business you don't want to have their problems become your problems. So that's where the contract comes into play, right? So you already know with a limited liability company you're formalizing it now. So now every state has their own operating agreement that you should read <laughs> because it's pretty much going to be like almost like the bylaws that said Hey, this is the company. This is the business. This is how we're gonna um, get taxed as. Um, you know, if you got friends and family, then this is the treasurer. This is the president. This is how we're gonna do things. If someone gets sick or dies or file for bankruptcy, God forbid, or go to jail or are so like indebted to the world, maybe in the rule book you say, hey, if you're that bad, we're you're still be a member, but you no longer can make decisions. Mm. And you're still going to be a member, but none of your interests can be assignable. So always think of it like, I, I want you to think of it like entrepreneurship as a game. Like, okay, how do I get the in and, and wealth, building wealth, getting rich? That is like the key. Now, some people are like, well, I want to help people. That's good too, but you still got to pay your bills. And if you have kids like me who are about to go to college you know, I have one who's about to go to college. I have one who's in the ninth, going to be in the ninth grade. They want sneakers. They want haircuts. They want to eat. They want to go to Uber. They want to go to Uber Eat. Sonic is coming out. So this is once again because I said, you know what? If I'm gonna just be like, how am I gonna, um, how am I gonna increase my money? Well, it could be a job. But that's what 52 weeks out of the uh uh, 52 days out of the year i might get paid or some people at one point i got paid like twice a month and you know what i mean some people get paid once a month whereas when i'm like no i'd rather be a solopreneur that's only if you're a gig worker or if you're like working on a side 1099 for maybe a big employer, but when you start bringing people in your business, when you start partnering and having a joint venture partners, when you start giving people advice and tell them that you can help them and get into their mindset, but without being their therapist, then you definitely need like a, a, a coaching agreement, right? Because I always look at it like paper is prophylactic. This is daytime TV, but, you know, without those prophylactics, your assets are not protected. So you never, ever want to be in that bad situation. So I always tell my clients, pay for your assets, right? So you pay for your assets with partners. You pay for your assets with uh, with with regards to coaching programs. You pay for your assets if you're going to have a joint venture partner agreement, if you're going to go another step higher and be like, you know what? It's more than a business. Now it's like a brand unleashed with Kimberly. Now it's a brand. So once again, you got to paper your assets, but now you're dealing with, oh, what does the law say? How do I protect myself so that there's no other unleashed with Kimberly? Well, guess what? The rules of the game says, if you want to protect yourself, now you've got to get a federal trademark, you know, and that's at uspto.gov. But that federal trademark says that nobody else can be unleashed with Kimberly. Now, there are some rules to the game in certain key areas, you know, with regards to it. But if you always think of it like business is my game, this is my thing. You figure out what power moves you're going to make, but you always know that law is a protector. Because it's like we're not going to allow people to cheat. For like over 15 years, I did a lot of compliance work with employee benefit plans and compliance work with with regards to hedge fund managers. You know, that's like the big money thing. But if you don't put rules in place, the people who are hogs will eat everything and they could care less because all they want is what they want. So But that's where law comes in and says, no, 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 no everyone has a right to be fruitful and multiply everyone has a right to live their best life everyone has a right to live love and matter everyone has a right to get that american dream whatever that looks like now if some financial planners are like you know eat like a loaf of bread and put all your money into your retirement savings plans others would like put it all in a mutual fund Others would be like, go to the stock market. Some people are like, oh no, you gotta go to Bitcoin. Me, as a person, as an attorney who has an eye on legacy, and I, know one in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, I'm doing like entrusted legacy plans where we're entrusting, we're putting their money into an irrevocable trust, and then we're looking at a different, like, holding companies looking at their LLC and looking at their assets we're like okay how do you make sure that this money that you're building up doesn't slither through your hand because I'm sure there's a law out there that says that if you do not have a plan you will lose your point your, your your profits right because I know that the more money I was making the more money I'd be like where's my money so I had to start putting it into a plan so if, if the plan is that you're going to play this entrepreneur game to the end, every game has a set of rules, you know, you just figure out what's your power moves, how you're going to protect yourself, even with regards to tax loopholes. that's all legal as well. Like every accountant who's not a lawyer, they're still telling you what the rules of the law is. What you shall be able to deduct and what you cannot deduct without paperwork. Why well, I tell people all the time, since I was in retirement security, I'm like, at the end of the day, how long do you want to play this game? And we also know that the social security, it doesn't have enough money. I think the max is like $3,000. Can you live off of $3,000 a month? If you're going to be rich and fabulous or you want to be a fabulous, like, you know, maven in our latter years, $3,000 a month. And some people don't even get that. The average is like 1500. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm always thinking, okay, this is my, my business. This is my financial plan. I don't have a man that's going to be my financial plan. My husband is good, but you know, after a certain point as a power divas that we are, sometimes we make more than our husbands or our lovers or our booze. And that's okay. Because we're not damsels in distress, we're rocking out this business, and we know that business is a game, and the power plays that we make, that's going to be able to help us to get the money that we want. So some people want to leave the game at 40, okay, well, you're going to have to hustle hard, protect your assets, and accumulate as much as you can, Mm -hmm. and for me, the best way to do that is in this game called entrepreneurship.
1: I love it, you are so full of wisdom. I wanted to touch on a couple things one i like how you differentiated between intrapreneur and entrepreneur so i want to talk a little bit more about that as well as i really really appreciate how you're talking about looking at your business when you're looking at all things as legacy it's not what am i doing in this moment to make the money you want to look at everything that you do and line it up with the legal stuff to back you to protect you for the legacy the long haul and I love that so good so good but let's talk more about this intrapreneur and entrepreneur I thought that was fantastic
0: yes so the intra you know they're they're we're just working we're employees and we often have a side hustle business sometimes they're also employees that have a boss-like mentality So those are still the power players they're the team leaders they're the managers they're the go-to people when i was at a law firm they were like um you have to be a rainmaker i'm like wait a minute i worked at your law firm but in order to be a partner or partner material to get from a worker to like getting an equitable distribution in the profit share you had to think like this is your business you had to think like okay this is my business this is my team there's an output and there's an outcome. How do I get better outcomes with my income? And you're working for someone, but they still want you. They want to see you. You're on like a, like a, um, kind of like a, it's like a game plan where they're like, well, what can you do for me? It's not just like, you know, like here's the, here's a, here's a project. Do it. They're like, no, how do you get my greatest return? How do you level up? How do you get from, you know, um, chair one to to the next person? How do you go from the employee to the C-suite? So you always have to think of it like, okay, I'm still making moves. So I like making moves in the entrepreneurial space as a business owner, but I also had to learn how to make moves at the law firm. And in the corporate spaces, because if I just showed up for someone to feed me, eventually if the money was wrong, it was it was not good money for the employer, who are they gonna get rid of? They're gonna get rid of the one who has no output, who has no outcomes with their income. So even in when their career, you still gotta think like a boss, you still gotta think of how do I get the best results? How do I get the best team leader? How do they see me and as a power player who's very important to this? Because if they don't see you as a power player, they're never gonna give you the opportunity to sit at the table.
1: Yeah. It made me even think too, as an entrepreneur, you could still be playing like an entrepreneur.
0: You know what I mean? Where, where we're
1: not that that's totally what it made me think of because it's you are a one woman show one man show you're doing everything doing it all and it's all about right now and when you start looking at it from the legacy point of view Mm -hmm. that helps you make those moves that you're talking about as an entrepreneur so i love that that brilliant absolutely start delegating where you can what you can know your lane right know where your power is your gifts are and delegate out like there's interns you can get things done for there's all kinds of resources out there to help you move and shift in action as an entrepreneur and then you can get out of that working in your business
0: state of mind right yes absolutely and that and that's what we have to do i know like one of my coaches she was she said that she was able to work in her business by herself and up to like probably like five hundred thousand dollars And then she noticed that she really had to start work, had to start hiring people. And then she started having to delegate. Now she's like, oh, making a lot of money. And now she has a whole team, you know. And she made me think that, you know, I started hiring people um, because I'm not very, I'm a visionary When it comes to my clients, I'm on it. I'm like, okay, let's do your legacy plan. Let's do your trademark. You know, let's do that strategic protection plan. No problem. But when it comes to Tony, you know, I was spending a little bit too much time in Canva because I'm a creative by nature and a lawyer by trade, you know, or like, okay. So it's just like certain things. I'm like, you know what? I'm, you know, now I just map it out and then I just delegate it to the next person. You know i couldn't always be on the phone so thank god there's a smith ai or some other service provider where it allows me to be prolific in my business without having to be all things to all people because you're trying to be all things to all people it doesn't look professional and then when it's time for you to level up in that space but you don't have the capacity you're going to end up sabotaging yourself because you're so tired
1: yeah exactly oh that's such good information i think a yeah, total canva person with you right there i love it i'm like ooh, my creative juices get to go right and flow but it's so true and i think one of the things we talk about wealth but people view most people i believe view that as in dollars in your bank account
0: mm-hmm.
1: but really wealth is time freedom you're making that money faster and faster and faster and therefore you have the time to do the things that you want to do. And when you're building that and you're delegating, that's just one piece of it. And then of course, all the protection things, <clears throat> excuse me, behind it with the legal stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let me ask you, somebody just starting out in business, what would you recommend them to do first?
0: Um, I would always recommend that what i didn't do that's why i always tell people to find that solution that really is like i call it a solution because it's your s-o-u-l solution i love that
1: that gave me chills girl i
0: love that but you know when you find that solution you're like oh my god if the if you package your solution so you're not just an author speaker coach you're like packaging the solution to get people to unleash themselves or the solution to get people to play big in business. Or for me, the solution to get people to build wealth through entrepreneurship so that we can have generational wealth, you know. So what's the solution? And when we fix the state on that, you know what I mean? It works for some people. Like I was talking to my husband and I was like, you are he's a. He's, he works, he's a software engineer, but his art and soul is music. So I was like, well, what's the solution? Because if you don't have something that is going to keep you up and it's going to like ignite your spirit and, 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 and it kind of like satisfy your soul, like you're still like you're doing something that you're bringing something to this world space, then you're not going to do it. And he was like, you know what? I don't really have a solution. I just do service. I said, that's why you're here today and gone tomorrow. But when people find that solution, it's like, this is my mission. This is why it's going to matter. This is always in my mind. And it pretty much encapsulates your mastery. So some people get in business because they think it's high. But when you really get in business because it's your solution, like I was doing the thing, trademarking, starting business, but it didn't really work for me. And so I was like, no, I'm tired of doing estate plans where people's parents are dying and they're leaving their kids nothing. So their kids are inheriting poverty. They live in poverty, you inherit poverty, and you wonder why we're still stuck. Someone's got to make a move. So I'm like, now that people are making more money and you have the education and the gatekeepers are gone, then you bring your solution to the table, you package it up, you offer it into the world and you take a piece of those receipts and put it into a retirement plan that is now going to be part of your legacy plan. Cause I was, I do it from, if I look at it as an estate plan, every person I'm like, okay, when she's 199, you know, or whenever, If she has children, she's going to pass down poverty or she's going to pass down a piece of something that will give them a step up. That's going to help them to get educated. You know that. So that's when things change. Because I look and I have two children. One of them was born in vitro fertilization. He was one egg. So I feel as though I owe them something. So I just packaged it up. Everything that I complained about at work. Hey, people don't know about legacy. They don't know about entrepreneurship. Oh, they don't, they're they scared about the rules. I want them to think of it as a game. That way it's not so scary because now they'll make the move and they'll protect themselves because the biggest prize is to build wealth monetarily. And then it will give them the wealth in their spirit that they can have more time to work out, be less stressed, you know, because I had I had the I had in vitro because I was a stressed out trial attorney. I had to literally leave the corner office and find a call center. You know what I mean? Because I was, I was about to die. And I was like, if I got to start over, I'm going to start over. And you know how Heavenly Father in the universe, they were like, oh, for real? <laughs> so, but, but I still didn't know that, you know, I, I was a solution to someone. And you're not and that's how you know you're not for everybody if you think you're for everybody you have not found your solution wow
1: you gave me goosebumps like that whole time i i want to put up really quick your like you people reach out to tony brilliant 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 women woman so gifted you are so gifted So much knowledge, you just kind of touched all the different pieces of law. You come with that knowledge to really be able to help somebody. You can see the big picture and really help them fine tune what they need, what they should have to really protect themselves, their business, and really live a life empowered, right? Powering up your 22, like let's get it done this year. There are small things you can do just to get started. One of them, call Tony. Like, brilliant woman. <laughs> I just adore you. I Seriously, you gave me chills. I absolutely love the soul-lution. That is brilliant. That just resonates so well. And you could, look, if you're in a nine-to-five and you're trying to figure out what you want to do in life, think about it as a soul-lution. I love that. That will change your path, your direction, give you clarity. It gives you clarity. And that mm-hmm. is huge. Oh, yeah. so good. So good. Morelegallaw.com. you got to reach out to Tony. So, so let me go back real quick. Mm-hmm. You would say the first step would be look at your solution. Yes.
0: Yeah. And then what
1: would the first legal step be that they should do? I mean, besides have a conversation with you, what
0: would be the next step? um, So we we remember we talked about sole proprietor. And most people, they're like, you know, they get really scared. And they're like, oh, I don't know this legal stuff. And I'm like, under the rules, you can start your business as just individual. You know, Jane Doe. You know, Jane Doe started her business. You know um, and if jane doe wants to start her business and she wants to formalize it then i always say a limited liability company some people are get come so confused because they're like well i was told that i need to be incorporated but there's rules to the incorporation game with regards to having a president a treasurer and a secretary so i'm always telling you you found your solution you're like oh my god i found the magic formula to, to um have these buttery cookies and they're no calories. Call me. Okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. <laughs> or I found the solution to help people like, you know, maximize their metabolism without having to spend three hours, you know? And oftentimes, just party of people, just oftentimes that solution is pretty much what you found because you stumbled upon it. You were struggling and then you didn't like what life had dealt you. So you figured out some kind of way to get out of debt or figured out some kind of way to get be happy after divorce or figured out some kind of way, like I did, to go from an adjunct professor to a coach, you know, because adjunct professors, you know, you can have three students, you can have 20 students, they're paying you $3,000, and then I happened upon this coaching world. And I was like, wait a minute, well, my students, they're just taking the class because they want to graduate and they could care less. But in my heart, I want to teach people who need to know what the basic structures are and strategies so that they can win this game called entrepreneurship so that they can build wealth on their terms. Right. So that's how I that became my solution, you know, because you it's not something so magical. It's something that you stepped into. Literally, from your struggle to your steps, now it's a syllabus, and now you know you have a structure, you have a framework. You're telling people now you have a story about how you found your solution and got free, and now you're on Oprah Winfrey or you're hanging out with, you know, like on CNN because you had this solution to get that unfortunate COVID cough that people suffer from. Because I had COVID, and every once in a while I'm like, where's this cough coming from? You know, and it's like, ah, uh, it's. But someone's got that solution out there because they struggle with it. And they're like, oh, Toonie, all you got to do is use this concoction. Now that's your solution, you know? So, and most people start from where they are, literally start selling it. And then, then you formalize it because, you know, you don't want to be like me, Okay. I was at this multi-level marketing company and this multi-level marketing company, and then I was doing trust on the side, and then I was doing estate planning on the side, and then, but I always knew that there was something, and nobody said, well, Tony, what's the one thing that you really want to help people with? Oh, I, I just want people to build wealth. Like, even if you came from poverty, I want you to use your expertise. I want you to economize yourself, and that'll be your solution, you know? Easy. Easy. And it's not so scary. And then my thing is most of us go from employee to CEO of our firm, and it's so freaking scary. That's mm-hmm. almost like someone going from eating 4,800 calories a day to going into the macronutrients and going to a 1,000 calories. That was so freaking scary. But if you take the steps, you know, and be like, okay, that's the goal. But what's the steps to get there? So that's pretty much you just take the steps. You go from employee to sole proprietor. You Then you start looking around and say, you know what? I want to formalize this business. This is mine. I don't want to take I don't want anyone to take it away. Then You go to the secretary of state and you get a limited liability company. Then you say, OK, now what's next? Well, you need customers. And you can't sell to everybody. That's like almost like trying to sell a Big Mac fillet of fish, quarter pound of French fries at like a vegetarian shop where they only like curry.
1: (laughs) Oh, so good. I love it. Exactly. That is so, I, I keep thinking and hearing you in my head talking about it's a, it's a game look at it as a game and I always have thought about it as a, the gap like what's in that gap because everybody talks about well this is what I where I was and now ah, look at me right and I'm my my thinking is always like well what was going on in that gap section like how did you get from point A to point B and or point A to point Z and nobody talks about all the letters in between right so I love that you said that you're stair-stepping, you're building confidence, you're building structures, you're building the formalities of everything, you're, you're protecting yourself as you go along and you can raise the bar each time you go, the sole proprietor and then the next step, the LLC and then incorporated and then you can keep going and protecting yourself as you grow and are able to receive your capacity and as your business grows, brilliant. I love mm-hmm. that because then it's not so scary. People are so afraid of the the law side of things, the business law side of things. And for you to break it down like that, it just makes so much sense. And it's not oh, scary. Yeah.
0: And it's not scary. It's like pieces, you know, like I actually taught business law for like five years, you know, uh, at a college. And, you know, and we we put it all in contracts. Intellectual property, antitrust laws, employee benefits, employee laws, retirement planning, you know, uh, fair labor standards. And it's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But you don't need to know about the Fair Labor Standards Act if you're not hiring anyone. What you just need to know about is make sure that you keep your personal from your business. And I told one of my clients that. I was like, that is rule number one. Keep your personal from your business because you never want to make it look like your business becomes your, and it calls your alter ego. Anytime there's a co-mingling, now you're not like two players because even if you're by yourself, I want you to think of it like you're two players. You are the CEO of your personal business, your personal business, health, affairs, and everything else, but you're also the CEO of your LLC business. Right. So you're the CEO of your personal self and your LLC business, LLC business. You're the president. You're the CEO. You're hiring. You're firing. You're you're making your money. You're you're monetizing your business. You're setting up your business um, structure. You're setting up your business account. You're hiring people as your business, independent contractors or your business partners. You're going out. You're having your business framework and your first employee oftentimes is yourself. So you don't want to just be like, oh, well, I have access to this bank account. Well, if you treat your business, lucky multi-million dollar business, or you treat your business like your last employer's business, you couldn't just go into their bank account. You couldn't just go and use their car because you needed it. You just had to set up the rules and the parameters. How you do anything is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. And from a law enforcement perspective, Really, they're just, I spent years, 15 years doing, you know, compliance work, and we're just looking to see who broke the rule. Wow. Because that's the spirit. Collectively, if you look at all of us, think this game. Now there's different games, like there's different, there's basketball, there's football, there's tennis, there's different games in the entrepreneurial game as well. There's mm-hmm. coaches, there's teachers, there's preachers, there's book writers, there's screenwriters, there's, you know, studio, there's directors, you know, everyone has their own game, you know, but you know, we call it build a business, but at the end of the day, we still want the, the, the energy to be right. So that's where we set up the parameters because Mm -hmm. if the energy is right then more people will be like oh it's not so scary i don't have to worry about the pariahs i don't have to worry about the seeming people i don't have to worry about someone's going to take my trademark because i know that the law will protect the law regulates the law protects but it also rewards Mm -hmm. because we hardly ever talk about how there are so many like women business owner enterprises you know where they're like hey the rule of the game is everyone should win at their level. And most people only do business with people who look like and talk like them. We talk about it at the corporate with regards to the old boys network. Well, it's still the same thing. There tend to be doing business with people who they like, know, and trust. That's why they have the Department of Labor. That's why they have at the federal government, the OSCCP, which is the Office of Financial uh, Contracting. You know, that's why they even have the Women's Bureau, because they know that at the end of the day, we have to put rules in place to make people play fair. It is what it is. So because of that, there's also some set asides for women. And I'm like, women? If there's a set-aside with your name on it, and you're the only reason why you're not eligible to play it that tournament, that's a problem. Yeah. Yes, I'm about six feet tall, and I used to play basketball for years. So I'm always thinking about games, you know, because that's what I knew for since forever. And when I start looking at it like a game, it's no longer scary. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, are you going to be a champion? Are you going to be on the sideline and wait for someone to bring you a breadcrumb? Mm.
1: so good I love it I, I really really appreciate that you break it down like that and to look at it as a game and it's it just completely dissip, dissipates the scariness of it there's no more fear attached around it because really we just fear what we don't know but when you look at it as something you're familiar with it's not scary I love it it's so good and even just Like you were saying, you can you're talking about being from an empowered space Mm -hmm. instead of being on the sidelines waiting for that breadcrumb. You can make these steps. You can take these action steps to really protect yourself, because at the end of the day, you have to protect yourself. It just Mm -hmm. is what what it is. And having those laws in place, like you were saying, for me, it's just checks and balances. It's keeping everybody on a fair playing level. And that's what we need we have to have that in place and it just makes sense
0: but so that's why they have coaches like you to empower people because sometimes it is scary i mean like people see me now as boss lady boss lady boss lady but i was not always boss lady you know i was a very scared person that was abused i was afraid of my own shadow i was able to write a book called stop being a doormat and boss up because that's what i had to do for myself because life can get you down i was a divorce attorney for about 8 years and i and i left because i was like you know what i noticed that a lot of my female clients they don't have the money to protect themselves they we have been taught that you know to find our prince charming or to find our daddy warbucks or to find someone who's going to take us far 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 away from poverty but we still don't know the game of accumulating assets the game of debits and credits the game of owner's equity and then we learn at the most of my clients had learned at the at the time of their divorce what equitable distribution was but see they didn't have a voice to be like you know what i my sweat equity brought this to the world you know I helped you I raised the kids I you know I brought money in you know my brain power like I'm thinking about like Mackenzie Bezos you know she didn't get half Eddie because of the fact that she was a wife they know what she brought to the table and sometimes if you get so hurt or so abused or all you know how to do is whimper instead of roar and that's where coaches come in that's where someone like Kimberly comes in to help them to unleash the roar so that now when it comes to business, because you, once again, don't want to do like I, I did, where I came in with like the woe is me, foster care mentality, like I just want to get in and fit in. The law firms had pretty much like picked me up my brilliance and I was just like, whatever you say, until I was eventually at my last law firm, you know, they pretty much showed me. I'm not going to mentor you. You're going to have to figure this out. So when you have to figure it out and struggle and have a big, huge caseload and have life going at you, eventually, even destiny is going to make you choose. Mm-hmm. You know, So now I know that eventually you're going to have to choose because your legacy needs someone to be the trailblazer, someone to be the breadwinner, someone to be the wealth builder, someone to stand up and say enough is enough. We're going to be the best version of ourselves so we can pass the best version of ourselves to our children's, our children's children's and everything else. So if you're like I was, you know, I had plenty of coaches because at one point I was so feeling worthless that I didn't even know how to ask for the check. So when people like, oh, ask for the check, I get it because I didn't even appreciate me, even in my own marriage, you know, but once again, playing this game, dribbling my own ball, rocking my own lane, advocating for myself and my and my clients and my students. I started advocating for me and my marriage. We're good now, but I promise, I think he loves me more because I became a better version of myself. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. So powerful, so powerful, wow. There was so much said right there. I'm like, wow, what do I want to hold on to? <laughs> It's so true, though. I think one thing for sure, women really have a a quick lesson in, in law and sweat equity and all of that when you're facing a divorce, especially mm-hmm. if you've been a stay at home mom. Um, there's there's so much that goes into that and really knowing what you do bring to the table. Look at what you have. We talk about this all the time on the goddess platform. Look at where you were. All of that just help build your uniqueness, your character, and your expertise. You can't, you can't get that kind of an education in a book. Like that is a part of you and how you can help and, and do all the good in the world that you wanna do and build your wealth and build your legacy and have joy and happiness in your life. Like all of that, all of it is just something that we forget. We forget that that's not a part of our value that we bring to the table. And it is, Ooh, that gave me chills. It is your value that brings, helps you bring what you are, what you know, what you have to the table for your expertise. And you want to protect that. <laughs> like, oh my God, that was so good. And, and they do. They, you know, people go, oh my gosh, Tony Moore, she's got all her stuff together. She's got, she's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And you are. But everything that you've gone through up until this moment is why you are Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so good. So good. I love it. So I want to tell everybody out there, look, go back and check out your solution. I love this. Coin that, trademark that because that's awesome. (laughs) Solution, brilliant. And then take that first step that first step on the game if chess is too scary look at it as checkers like it's just one move one move that you need to make to start filling in that gap to get to where you are right now to where you're going to be and it's just that first step to go checking out your solopreneur or your uh, solution and then mm-hmm. figure out what that next step is. It might just be the sole proprietor to start building that protection around you and your business. And then you just stair-step it as you grow and as your business grow. I mm-hmm. absolutely love this. You have to reach out to Tony and have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so good, my friend, oh my goodness. You are just a wealth of information and, and, and really, Every time I talk to you, I learn more. I'm more inspired knowing all the different aspects of law, even that you've been involved with. Like you come in with such a well-rounded understanding of how to protect yourself and your business. You are such a blessing to the world. I really appreciate what you do. And, And even more is you decided to jump into that coaching space to not only help women, get empowered feel empowered and become empowered through Mm -hmm. that wealth and that legacy for generations incredible absolutely incredible everybody you got to reach out to tony morelegallaw.com brilliant woman get her books her story is in the series two goddess book goddesses among us You can read all about her incredible story. The song that is part of her story as well has been launched on Spotify as a music album with the Goddesses Among Us album. So many ways to hear uh, Tony's story and chat to her to have a conversation. Do you offer a free discovery session? Is that what
0: you do or? Well, it's more like consultation, you know? Sometimes people just have a quick question, yep. So the consultation is always very much available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reach out
1: to her to just to have that. First, I mean, that could be your first step. Having the mm-hmm. conversation with Tony just to see what is next on your stair-stepping ladder to wealth and greatness and legacy. Because it's mm-hmm. it's so good. It's so good. I just love you. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Always have been from the moment I met you. God is the third. Right.
0: Sister <laughs> yes. I love it. I'm telling you we we need to do our sisterhood of the um goddess sisters almost like sisterhood of the traveling plants, but you know, when it's it just it's so much empowerment with regards to it with our collective souls and yeah. and ultimately we all have pieces, you know, all have pieces of the puzzle that when we put it together, it's like a whole goddess energy, you know, and it's time, it's time for us to unleash the goddess within us. You know, that's why I love your platform. I love what you're offering, and and sometimes we forget who we are, that we're goddess among us. So that's where you come in as well, with regard to helping people to remember. Yeah, remember. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Yeah, and if you're interested in what I've got going on, you can reach me at KimberlyACoaching.com. There is also, I'm having conversations for the series Three Goddesses. You can find that at. Page coaching.com/goddess-information
0: slash and
1: or find me i'm on facebook tony's on facebook we are so accessible to reach out and talk to us to really just have a conversation about well anything and again going back to you coaching as well you're coaching women to really embrace who they are and their business and to not be afraid of the law side of things it's a game it's just a stair step in protection and it's brilliant i love it Thank you so much for being on the show, Tony. I want to just have you allow you to any last words that you would like
0: to share with women out there because you're just incredible. Oh, thank you so much, my goddess sister. Uh, pretty much, you already know that you get a chance. You, it's I look at business as a game. Some people look at it as a business, as a story that we tell ourselves, it's our legacy. Um, But you just have to bring your whole self to the table and you have to understand and appreciate that if it's something inside of you that's pushing you, like not everyone has that energy to even take that step because it's not the easiest thing to pretty much put yourself on the table, write a book and say, here I am, here's here's my thoughts here's my you know here's my framework here's my calculation here's the solution that i feel as though that if you tap into this but when you know within your heart mind and soul when you know that you know if you don't no one else will or you know that at the end of the day you have to bring your best self to the table because there's something pulling at you universe calling whispers destiny whatever that is then for me and for even kimberly we're helping women you know we have male clients but we know that women are the change makers we're the ones who are birthing out this change this is the time for that goddess energy that feminine energy to stand up request our equitable distribution and to pretty much work out our own wealthy solutions so that we can have the financial plan we know that the man's of the financial plan every once in a while a woman finds that But 99.9% of the time, you are the financial plan and the business is within you. There's a business, a bankable solution within you. You just got to let her out. So this is Tony Moore of Moore Legal Law, helping you understand and appreciate that business and law go hand in hand. You know, without that understanding of law, you might end up losing the very thing that is supposed to make you, your children, and your children's children live that wealthier after. So don't do that to you because of the lack of knowledge. Seek know and ask, and then allow yourself to step into the foray and just be the best power player that you can be in this game called business. I love it. Oh, my gosh. You are
1: brilliant and amazing. I love you, you, my friend. Thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing your wisdom. I really appreciate you.
0: You're very welcome.